Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Betches Media presents the Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, it's only one day of your life. What up, Betches? Welcome back to another episode of our weekly podcast, Betches Brides. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker, and you guys right now joining me is Betches co-founder, Sammy. Hey, Sammy. Hey, how are you, girl? Hi, I am thrilled to be back on the Betches Brides podcast with you. I feel like I've been through a journey with you. I know, seriously. Well, I mean, so we've obviously been on hiatus because um, it's just been crazy with the pandemic. And I mean, Sammy, we're going to get into your wedding in the updates and where you are. I'm almost like scared to ask because I feel like it's always just like more bad news of like postponements and stuff, but we'll find out. But um, yeah, I mean, we're in the middle of a pandemic. So we decided just to take a hiatus from the podcast for a second to just kind of like get a temperature of what was going on. And ultimately, like this is, we now live in a world of Corona brides, you know? And so we're going to be talking about that with you today, Sammy, but also you have an announcement to make and that's why we're both here today. So yes, the... So I just wanted to, first of all, thank all of you who contributed and DM'd and let us know sort of like more of what you were looking for um, from this podcast um, going forward. So I wanted to announce that I'm actually going to be taking you all through my wedding planning journey over the next month or so um, and doing a bunch of episodes about, you know, basically what it's like to plan a Corona micro wedding um, and speaking to a bunch of people about their experiences with that. Um, and just kind of what this new world is really like and what do weddings look like in it. Um, and that is kind of where we want to take this podcast. So um, I'm really excited to do that with all of you. And yeah, I mean, Taylor, we, you know, I've loved our, I have, I love our conversations and I am just so excited that we are going to get to discuss this today. I know me too. Well, you know, just for clarification. So I'm going to be, I'm not gonna be hosting the podcast, but okay. This is the deal. So I have been a bride, so I could speak to all things bridal when we first launched this. We launched this in a world that is completely different from the world we're in today. So, you know, it was 
the beginning of the pandemic, like doing interviews, it was a lot, it was like sad, <laughs> so sad yeah. for all the Corona brides, but it got to a point where, you know, I've been in audio now for 15 years of my life. And the number one rule of hosting in audio is relatability. And so we realized that like, I just simply, I can't relate. Like my heart goes out to you guys. I can empathize with Corona brides, but like Corona brides, like this is a moment in history. Do you know what I mean? It's going to change the wedding industry forever. So it's you and other Corona brides, you guys are going to be taking like the baton essentially. And then like continuing this journey in this new world. I mean, I hope to follow all y'all steps one day when I finally get married again, because I don't know what that looks like anymore. I used to be an expert. I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. I mean, we've definitely had conversations about like your future plans for your, for your potential second wedding. And like, I remember you having being like, oh, I want to do something really small, but there's so many people and you can't not invite anyone. Right. And I mean, I know right now the circumstances that people are not inviting as many people under, you know, is our necessary circumstances rather right. than ch the choice to not invite as many people. Um, but that doesn't mean that there can't be a cultural shift that uh, changes the way people approach weddings. And I actually think that it's kind of exciting. I know you said that, you know, we were, you know, you were just kind of like hearing bad news every week when you would interview, but, and I think, you know, part of that is like why we kind of wanted to take this hiatus is kind of figure out like where we were standing. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, personally, I am feeling a little bit more hopeful when it comes to weddings and marriages that are going to happen. Um, not because I think there's going to be uh, indoor parties for 300 people anytime soon, but because I think that people will find ways to work around them. Um, and you might actually be pleasantly surprised um, with what the results are and kind of like the leeway and the creativity that you now, you meaning us Corona brides, I know now have to actually create a day that reflects you maybe in a, maybe in a different way than what you would originally envisioned. Um, Sammy, do you yeah. feel like it's a control alt delete to like, here's the question, what your wedding plans and dreams and wishes were pre pandemic, are they the same post pandemic or are they completely different? You know, my actual dreams and wishes deep down are the same, but what they look like has completely changed because honestly, like I, okay, let's, what before pre-pandemic 250 person destination wedding had to invite everyone couldn't leave a plus one off yeah couldn't you know couldn't take away an invitation just throw an extra person in and then that scales up because you have so many people yeah um and it becomes very expensive and additional stress is added by sort of like these layers of guests that are coming and and making logistics for you and that's beautiful i really wanted it um, I really was excited um, for that and I was devastated when it was canceled and yeah. I grieved for it for a while. Um, and maybe that is honestly what someone like deep down wants. But I also sort of like ex in the process of looking for alternatives, I sort of examined like why do I want this like 300 person wedding? And right. I think that some of my expectations – and like desires were really just shaped by like what everyone else did. Totally. And like, as much as I'm now happy with doing like this 50 person micro wedding, that's going to be very beautiful. I don't want like, it's, it's literally going to be a wedding just with a smaller number of people. That's like what I think is the distinction. Like it doesn't need to just be like a backyard ceremony, although it's, it is in a backyard. Um, <laughs> it doesn't just need to be like 
super, super low key. If that's not what you want, maybe that really isn't enough for you. Cause I felt like that wasn't enough for me. Like I needed to have like a little more family and friends there. I needed it to be like more of an official event that, that I felt was like a true inner desire of mine. And that's why I didn't go the way of like an elopement or a mini money right. um, with just like, you know, our parents or something. So also it was just like logistically very difficult, but of course, um, we can get into that also, yeah, but, we will. We will. yeah, but, but honestly, like I looking at like why you want what you want and examining, like, is it because like you have been told that this is the expectation and you've seen this expectation fed to you like on Instagram and brides magazine and everywhere else. And that like, if you only did like a small thing, would people, what would people think? Or like, would yep. you regret it? Because, um, it wasn't as big as it could have been. Right. Or would it look cheap or like all these negative things, right? I mean, and I know because Taylor and I, my girlfriend, like we're not engaged, but we've been talking a lot about engagement. I was like a failure to launch because I felt like I had to step into the guy role and like propose to her. And then I'm like, wait, I'm like a girly girl too. I don't like this. This isn't, I'm not a man. I want to be a girl with you. So now we're like thinking we're going to do it together. It's going to be more like collaborative, um, which I was actually inspired by a podcast I did um, with uh, a, a woman who was in a lesbian relationship um, on Betch's Brides. But, you know, like even talking now though about weddings, like I'm, I'm like less panicked because I like to your sentiment, Sammy, I feel like it's going to be socially socially acceptable, right? With like friends right. or like people who maybe are like acquaintances, like that will see everything on Instagram to have like a wedding that maybe isn't like a massive, like over the top production. And rather than people being like, oh God, they did that wedding. They'll be like, oh my God, that's so sweet. And this is what weddings look like now post COVID. Yeah. And so I feel like more comfortable with the idea. Trust me, no ring on my hand, still not there yet, but like baby stepping. Here's the thing. If you, if you genuinely want a massive blowout wedding, but you can't do it because of COVID, you can make a COVID blowout wedding. Like it's doable. I've seen them on how I've seen them. Like you can just make it very extravagant. Right. People won't, they can't dance. So you can't have that. But like, okay, if that is like really your number one priority, then you, and you don't want to like do a ceremony now, then just maybe wait. Like, yeah. it just comes down to like, what is your order of priorities? Is it being married now? Is it ha being able to dance? Is it being able to have a certain number of people? Is it a certain venue that's only indoors? Is it not wearing masks? Like list your priorities and help that guide what you want it to be. In the market for investment worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. So where are you now, Sammy? So you're, we're a 50 person. It's like 40 to 50. We have okay. a little under 40. We have to see, cause like there's just uh, one of Avi's sisters lives in Israel. So her family of five people, they don't know if they can come yet. So yeah. that's like five people. That's literally a 10th of the guest list. Like it's, you know, it, each person becomes like, oh, like, this now moves the whole seating arrangement. Right, like, right. And the whole vibe. I mean, seriously. Whole, yeah. So, so you're going to be, so it's kind of contingent on if they can come into the country or not. 
Yeah. And if it like works and makes sense and basically, yeah. But then there's other people who are like, not sure, you know, it's unclear. They haven't given a hard answer yet. They maybe don't want to travel from, you know, to drive even. You got it. Right. But like, so what if, so let's say worst case scenario, though, the people who are on the fence are like, we're no goes. Then does it move forward with like what, like 40 or 30 people? Yeah. It's going to move forward at this point. I mean, please, God. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so have you settled on a date? Yeah. August 23rd. August 23rd. Shit, that's soon. Yeah. It's really soon. But we settled on that date like July, around July like 8th. And so what made you make that decision ultimately? Honestly, we, okay. It was like an evolution of like desires. Um, it's like kind of a long story, but basically like we consider, we were like, we want to be legally married. Like we want to just like do it already. Yeah. So we were, so then we were like, oh, maybe we should just do like a civil ceremony. Like my mom can get ordained and marry us. Like, but then she was going to like have to come from Florida. And then we were like, oh, maybe we could like rent a backyard in the Hamptons and then just do like a party with like a hundred people socially distanced. Right. And we were like too many people, people don't want to drive out there to like come to a low key party. No one's going to like, it's not going to be fun. So then we were just like, okay, what if we did just like a nice ceremony and a dinner in your parents' backyard? His, his parents was very nice. So like, it's, I'm like, trust me, we're not settling for like any backyard here. It's like Um, a dream venue basically. Yeah. Yeah. It was like made for this. And the thing is pre pandemic, like backyard weddings were like kind of like impossible. Cause if you're going to invite 200 people, you have to get like porter potties and like bring in tents and it's like, it's more expensive than a venue. Definitely could not. The backyard is not like big. It's just pretty. So it's like, it couldn't have a hot, like it couldn't even have more than 50 people. Like we're at the max basically. Right. Right. Um, so we were just like, okay, we could just do it in your parents' backyard. We'll do a ceremony and a dinner and we'll invite at first, we were like immediate family only, but he has 25 immediate family members and I have <laughs> one to two. So that made me feel very uncomfortable. So we right. were like, and technically his house is in New Jersey. You're allowed to do have 250 people at an outdoor event in Jersey. Oh, damn. Right. Because state by state, it, it varies. Right. So I don't know. I'm still not comfortable with 250 people not doing that anyway. So we were like, okay, we can have more people let's just invite like a small number of friends. So we started to extend it to like literally the closest friends, no plus ones. So like, I like that. Our husbands or wives, you're only on like whatever. So now at this point I have eight, possibly nine friends coming. He has like six, seven friends. And then I have, and then I have like a few family members and then he has like his family. So yeah. That's like the list. It's That's, very tight. I like, I like that. Cause yeah. so I was just staying my, so Taylor and I went to my parents for just a weekend. We ended up staying there for three weeks, which is like madness. Anyway, I, we can work remotely. Right. So there's really no reason to leave. And, yeah. um, I was out on their back porch and like my parents are going to have the house forever and they live right on the water. It's so freaking gorgeous. I didn't get to grow up in the house. And I was like, you know what? mom, dad, can you just hang out to the house for like one more year? And they were like, why? And I was like, I think Taylor and I should just get married like this time next year on the back of this. Like, and yeah. I, I mentioned this to Taylor's mom because we just saw her and she was like, oh, congratulations. And I'm like, no, it's like, it's just theoretical at this point. But like, right. I like that idea of like keeping it. And I'm like, I was even like, Tay and I've just been, again, no rings on our finger, just talking it through. But it's like, maybe we'll just do nuclear family. I mean, 
mom, dad, brother, sisters, and like significant others of brothers and sisters. And I guess grandkids, cause like they have to come. Right. right. Um, but like, and we would probably be at like 25 and I was talking about it with Taylor's sister and her husband's brother, like before pandemic, he was like, he, he, he was like on the train of, of like this new wave wedding before anybody was even talking about it. He had like 25 people at a sit down dinner and it was just like nuclear family and like a couple cherry picked like best friends. But then Taylor and I started talking about best friends and it's like, I can't even go there because the second we go into friend zone, that's where it gets really difficult. Do you know what I'm saying? So I applaud you guys on being able to like do family and friends because that's a, I mean, that's hard. I mean, here's the thing. Like I didn't even invite everyone who I invited on my bachelorette party. Wow. So, How'd you yeah, pick? Like, How did I pick? Yeah. Just the closest, like the ones I speak to the most. Um, that's, yeah, the ones I like speak to the most. Like I just felt like I need you to be there. Like, Yeah. Did you have to have, did any of the guests have like uncomfortable conversations about like not feeling comfortable about coming? No, because I put like, and I posted this, we posted this on Betches Brides. I put like, ex, ex, I explained to them what it would be like. And also these are all people who like, first of all, I'm probably the most uh, biggest Corona psycho along with my mother, <laughs> the whole thing. My mom actually was the most difficult. She was like, I will not go near anyone. I don't trust anyone. Like I will not go near I will sit in a corner by myself. I'm like, okay, you have only made this harder for me. Um, <laughs> Thank you for the help. So, yeah. So, so um, she was a little annoying. No friends were annoying about the Corona safety, but like, I think that's kind of because like, A, they trust me that I wouldn't do something unsafe. And like, right. they have all like done things outdoors. Like, right. And we set it, we're setting it up so that it's like totally distance. And you basically, I said this on the last podcast, you move with like a cluster of people. And yeah, those are like your, it's your quarantine crew. Yeah. yeah. And like, we're not doing certain things. Like we're not gonna have a photo booth because that's just sort of like invites people to be like close to each other. Like, yes. not, okay, that sucks. But like, we'll have nice pictures. It'll be fine. Um, exactly. You know, we're doing like, we're trying to add things to make it like more fun. So we're gonna have like toasts and like speeches. We're gonna do like a slow dance. Um, we're gonna do a cake cutting and like a fun dessert situation where people can kind of like, you know, socially distanced yeah. again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that is like the plan pretty much. And I, honestly, real talk, I think I love it more than a huge wedding. Just having gone through a huge too. wedding, having yeah. gone through like when you have Taylor, a huge wedding, too. you don't get to talk to anybody. You don't get to eat food. You don't get to dance. You don't get to do shit. I mean, if um, you do, yeah. then like, like a plus for you, you're like, you're a stellar bride. That's like, fuck it. This is my day. But a lot of people get sucked into like going around and talking to like, you know, this aunt that you met once through your significant other. It's a lot. So I think, I think a lot of people are going to be surprised that they maybe prefer it this way. I personally yeah. hope it changes the entire wedding industry selfishly. selfishly. My prediction is that it will in the near term, near term being like five years. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I, I am happy with it. Once this became the plan, I was like, Yes, this is actually what I wanted because my priorities were I wanted to soonness was not the top priority, but I did want to do it. I didn't want to keep waiting. It's very annoying. Um, yeah. I definitely want like the most like my friends and family there. So that was like why I didn't want to just do the two of us because like I want like the most important people in my life there. Like my friends are my family. Like I I said like that was a necessity. So it needed to be a certain number of people. It couldn't be like five people. It had to be like really 30 plus, like right. 30. Um, and then I wanted, I even 
the, the size of a wedding to me isn't like the size, meaning the guest list isn't that important as much as I realize like the niceness of the wedding. Like I, I still agree. really want it to be nice. Like fabulous. Yeah. Yes. Like I still really care about having like, like making it really beautiful and like having like good food and good music and like having it well organized yeah. despite the fact that it's like, it's small. And what was the term you used? Mi- mini? Micro wedding. Micro wedding. Mini Mini-money, micro wedding. A mini like um, the way I see a mini money is like really, I mean, honestly, like if my priorities were different, I would have done that too. I said we almost did it. Like I think with that, it's just like you're really only having very few probably only family. Yep. Um, and it's, it's not like maybe you're not getting a caterer and you're not getting like, maybe you have some, you definitely would need like a florist maybe, but like not crazy. Right. You probably wouldn't have like a DJ or a band, you know? Right. Right. So that's like, so, so that's micro, micro, micromony. And then mini money. Mini money. <laughs> and then I'm doing a micro wedding, which is a wedding just small. See, this is why I'm no longer hosting the podcast. <laughs> I, I'm lost. This Big is changes. literally new terminology that's like only a yeah. Corona bride knows the subtle nuances of. Yeah. Okay. And then there's an elopement, which is just you two. Listen, a, one of the, um, our video producers at Betches took the day off on Tuesday. No, told no one. She got married. Stop it. On the beach. Stop. And it was like beautiful. There, we posted a picture of it also on Brides. That's an elopement. Like, right. no one had a clue. She didn't make it a thing. Yeah. So, so her manager thought she was going to the dentist. She eloped. <laughs> <laughs> she was back on Slack the next morning. Oh, my God. Well, I kind of love this. I mean, I think it really allows people to have the freedom to do whatever they want. I mean, again, pre-pandemic, pre-COVID weddings were like, they were just a big expensive ball of obligation, right? And now I think that because like the narrative is so changed and especially for like boomers, right? Which a lot of our parents are, they like, they don't know, they can't say no really because they don't know the rules, right? They're like, they're like floating in outer space. So they're, they're like, they're like, what's, what's Emily Post say the etiquette is for a, a COVID wedding? So I feel like right. you're probably not getting a lot of shit from your parents. Maybe you get have the first time in like a long time in history of weddings where brides and grooms get to actually be like, no, this is what we're doing. This is what is safe. This is what we feel comfortable with. And well, that's something that was lost for a long time. The, yes, you're right. I think in our situation, our parents just each had such like whack priorities in general. <laughs> like, like, uh, like Avi's parents care only that like the ceremony is like religious and that the family is there and that it's like, it doesn't like, you know, deviate too much from what right. they, what their like requirements are and it has to be like, kosher and everything. So they're actually happier with this because like all the things that were at odds, which was mostly like the dancing and like the things that were making expensive, like the number of people, those right. have both been eliminated. So my sense is that this is better for them. My mother, her main thing is everyone stay away from me. And so, <laughs> so it's worse. She's just like Corona panicked and she, yeah, her thing is the Corona um, and being safe. And she, I'm literally driving. She won't fly here from Florida. So I'm driving next oh Thursday. God. At this time, I'll probably be leaving about to pick her up in Virginia. You're an angel. To pick her up. A driver is driving her to Virginia for like a ridiculous amount of money. Oh my <laughs> God. And then she's going to quarantine. The two of Avi and I are moving upstairs 
tomorrow um, to a two bedroom. So uh-huh. that was originally going to be like an office, you know, so that I don't have to sit in my fucking corner all day with a, <laughs> with a radiator desk. She's now going to be quarantining in that room with her dog <laughs> for two weeks before the wedding. Just what a girl needs, right? Oh, Just what a bride needs. My, my mom is like God. great. My mom's great, but she is like definitely has her shit when it comes to like stuff. Like living so, space. Yes. Just because like you can adore somebody, but like living with them is a different ball game entirely. At literally the most stressful, stressful time of my life. Oh my God. Wait, I want to, I want to ask you just to backtrack a little bit. Um, so obviously you, like you had people that were invited to the wedding that are no longer invited to the wedding. Yeah. How did, were there any awkward conversations with that or were people mostly understanding? I had one awkward conversation. Most people I think understand. I posted an Instagram that was like, we're doing a mini ceremony six weeks from today. So I think if people saw that, I definitely, there were like some people who were like, wait, what? And to <laughs> some people, I, I, there were like two friends that I was like, I had to explain, like, I'm keeping it really small. I'm like, whatever. Um, and they were totally understanding, like totally. They were like, I get it. One of them is also a Corona bride. She's like, truly like, and they just, it's not like, it's really not personal. Like I love them. They're still like very close friends of mine. It's just like, I really had to like, keep it really small. Right. Um, and then I had one like awkward conversation that like someone was like kind of offended. Um, right. I so understood honestly, to, why, to be but expected, like, to be expected, right? Yeah. Not really fair yeah. to you, but like I'm sure you were braced for at least one. Yeah. And, and it's, yeah, it's kind of inevitable. Like you, and it's not personal again. I mean, right. I guess you kind of have to say that it is personal, but it's really not like, I'm sorry, you know? I know, I know. I'm I apologizing mean, to you. Um, I forgive but, you. <laughs> no, it's it's hard. It's really hard. It's hard for everybody. But I do have a question. How do you, like, how, like, so a, a lot of brides are going to downsize like you did, right? Like, what do you think the protocol is for letting the guests know, like, hey, you were invited when it was a regular wedding and now it's going to be like a micro. So we're actually going to be cutting drastically the guest list and you're no longer like, do you send like in like, so there's like a, like a save the dates. Do you send out like a unsave you know, the date? There's really no obligation to announce that you're going to be doing a wedding on a certain day. So ugh, I don't know if this is rude. Just letting people see that you got married in a very small way. I don't think it is given the circumstances. We're in a global pandemic and we're not allowed to leave the country. It's almost more bizarre to be like, we're getting married and you're not invited. You specifically. I agree. Because maybe they'll be like, oh, maybe, maybe they'll have a bigger wedding down the road that I'll be invited to. And then. Yeah, maybe we will. Honestly, like. Right. Maybe we will. Like, maybe we'll be able to do something in the future. Um, And we hope to be able to. Honestly, we said like what we'll do probably is like a blowout anniversary or something, but like, we're right. not going to do that before we can dance with people. Like I'm not going to do another Corona party. No, like no, no. it's ridiculous. So um, we had her on the podcast uh, maybe like a month or two ago, but Sarah Merrill, we know from big hip problems. She, um, so we were doing, I was doing her podcast and she was in this gorgeous like farmhouse structure. And I'm like, where are you? Yeah. And she's like, I'm in Napa. And I'm like, what? And she was like, oh, 
we're just, we're supposed to get married and like, we couldn't cancel it. So we're just like here, just like on a vacation, I guess. And it ended up being like a surprise, like micro wedding with like, it looked like maybe 30 people. And so I texted her like, God, congratulations. And she was like, honestly, I wish that this was just, I wish that that we had just decided that this was the wedding. You know what I mean? So I feel like there is that general sentiment of like, Maybe, you know, bigger isn't always better. I, again, Sammy, we've said this ad nauseum, but like if you want to have a blowout, have a freaking blowout. Right. But like I think that this is opening up silver lining to this. And, you know, I really want to just express like I feel so bad for all the Corona brides. Like, and I'm happy you guys all have each other because you and you, and you need a support group legitimately. And I know the Facebook for <laughs> Petch's Brides has like become a support group. But like it's definitely, yeah, I mean – yeah, I mean, I think you're right about, I mean, trust me, like I was really upset about this, like yeah. a lot. I thought about nothing but this for a bit. Like I get people being really upset and feeling shitty and like acting kind of crazy because of it right? Um, even. But like the silver linings, like I think that yeah. there, there are some, I think that this has almost like pro- made – weddings about what is most important again, which yes. is literally the moment when you wed under like, you know, are you were officially wed? Like, um, according to the law or the religion that you practice, like that is the most important moment. And that is what makes it a wedding. Like if you, you could have 250 people in a room and party, you know, a hundred people in a room and you, you'd be, <laughs> you could have the band and the party and the dress and everything. But what actually makes it a wedding is people, is you, marrying in that moment. And like, of course I understand why people want, um, their friends and family there. Like, of course you do. Like that's obvious. Right. Um, and I think, and it is possible to do that in some circumstances now. Um, but I think that that has, this has really shown people like, okay, actually the most important thing is just us getting married and then having the, the, the most critical people there, not like the size of the list or anything. Right. Um, do you think that brides in 2020, like, or 2021 should just go ahead and have the small wedding now that you're in it? Or, or like, would you, cause like, I know there's a lot of people that are hanging on to like, we'll just push it out another year. We'll push it out another two years. I think like, if you don't mind doing that, like push it out as long as you want. Like if you do, if you don't have a problem with it, like forever, wait, it really doesn't matter. <laughs> but if you, if you don't want to wait, like know that there are options and there are good options. And there are actually options that in a normal, normal quote unquote time, you would not have because you would have all these obligations to people and you would be like, why didn't you invite my plasma? And like, you'd get a lot of that shit and people oh, don't yeah. understand. Yeah. And yeah. And I, and yes, there are drawbacks to this masks, distancing, no dancing, but like personally, frankly, I don't even like dancing. <laughs> Cats out so, of the bag. Secret to say it all. Tell it I all. Also, I also like, and this probably will come as a surprise to many people and like no one will agree with me on this. I don't like to stay at any sort of social event for like more than I need to. I know. I would get, I don't know if I could endure like the full five hour, what, six hours. Like it might be too much socializing for me three hours, which is now what we're planning is like kind of like a sweet spot. And then people <laughs> yes. can like stay if they want, or we could just leave because it's our wedding. And we get to leave. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you going to be wearing your wedding dress? Yes. At the actual you wedding? know what? 
because I'm extra, I'm even getting a second dress because this yes. is my time. <laughs> because I'm extra. Just um, to cut the cake and like do a small little dance and like eat a little dessert. And that is just <laughs> what I'm doing. So Taylor's best friend is, uh, she's going to go ahead with her wedding. It's going to be just family. And, but she said that, so they're planning to like have a big blowout, like a party down the road. So she bought like a little bit more of like a chill Bride, like a crocheted number. Um, they're getting married, I think, in Vermont. And then she's saving her like bling a ding dingy one for like the big party whenever TBD. But um, so I was wondering if you were going to wear your dress, but you're wearing your 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 doubling yeah. down. You're this saying, "Fuck it, I'm wearing two. My wedding. Here's the thing. This is my wedding. I do not. I am not waiting for something to like plus it up. Like I don't need to. I don't need to do something later. Right. I don't need to like make it. This I'm doing it exactly how I want to do it, given the circumstances, and like I'm really happy with it at this um, point. Honestly, I'm, I'm actually really happy for you too. And what are you so relieved? Yeah, I mean, when it happens, I'll be relieved. Right now, I'm just like a whirling ball of anxiety, trying to like make it like get here already. Um, but yeah, what's 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 giving you the most anxiety about like the date? Because it's very very close. I just like want it to come. Like I'm ready. Is there any, what was like the hardest part? Cause I know like we talk about like with the big weddings, what's the hardest part, the band, the food, the flowers. So with uh, a wedding of this size. This was so easy. I can't even tell you. Wow. Like I, okay. So I called, um, I was, when we were planning uh, the second, the second iteration of our wedding at the New York Historical Society. I remember I that. Using different vendors, but the reason I called, so for this wedding, we're actually using Josh from Birch. And the reason I called oh. him is because- this is like, because this is like pretty much based on the ceremony and just like a dinner, it's much more like of a religious vibe, like not vibe. I don't want to say that. That's actually not true. But it's more of like, that is kind of what it's based around. And he, because he is like a religious guy, a religious Jew, I felt right. that he would like understand what the, the needs are the because talent. it is so focused only on that. It's not really focused. Like we're not having, like there's no dancing. So it's not like the party, like really the whole thing is like, I just felt that he would be like a great fit for it. And he, he went to the house. He like a day later sends me the most crazy, beautiful, like does like creative designs. I can't, I can't, I'm so excited for people to see it because it's beautiful and it makes use of the space <laughs> very well. Well, that's what I was going to say. I bet design becomes like at the forefront of a wedding. Cause I feel like, again, bigger weddings, the focus is a band, right? And dancing. And like, that's kind of like the most important thing when you walk away from a big wedding. But when you eliminate that, it's like, what does a wedding become about? And it becomes about like, it's going to be like a gorgeous dinner party, like thrown by Ramona Singer in Newport, you know? Yeah. It's, but, but the other piece is that it has to be like socially distanced. So there's right the design like actually has to have like function too. Uh -huh. So honestly, like I've never, like he literally got it in one. I have, I was like, I have no change. Don't do, don't do not change one thing. From He's this. a master. He's truly a master. It was like crazy. Um, so that was like one of the most important parts. Cause that's like the setup of the whole thing. You know, like we can't really have, cause we can't like set it up really, you know? Right. And, um, then, and then did the food change drastically? Because when you're planning for a banquet, you kind of have to pick like yeah. banquet friendly food, right? Um, so in terms of catering, it's actually pretty crazy. I went through a few caterers um, that I was potentially going to work with uh, 
for each of the weddings I had envisioned. Um, but I ended up actually, I'm using the first caterer I ever spoke to in all of this. That's wild. Yeah. That's wild. And is, uh, do you change the menu like drastically because like it's less people. So you can kind of, no, just pretty much the same thing. I mean, well, the original, we don't have a cocktail hour. So that's like one huge thing that's less, but like the main thing is just like a meal, you know? I guarantee it's, I mean, it's going to taste better than if it was made for 250 people. Maybe. I hope so. No, I, I that actually has to be the case probably. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, it's just like, it's just kind of impossible to make that much for like that much food for that many people and have it be like as good as when you first like taste test it. You know what I mean? So the yeah. smaller the wedding, the more the chances are that you're going to kind of get that actual like restaurant, like amazing like formal dining experience do you know what i'm saying yeah i also do want to say that like if anyone's looking for for vendors in new york or south florida like i have worked with now a lot of them (laughs) and i'm happy to recommend them to you like the fact that i didn't end up working with them like and there are a lot of them is not an indicator of them as vendors like it's really all just kind of like how it worked out i'm sure you all know as corona brides there are so many changes and just everything and this is ultimately how it worked out. But um, if you need any recommendations, like I'm happy to share them. Um, um, Sammy, do you think that weddings are going to be like this for the next few years? Like exactly where you are. Do you think that this is going to be like, if you're a Corona bride, do you think I that mean, like be prepared for this? Until venues find a way to like ventilate um, safely right. and people feel comfortable like venturing into ind- crowded indoor spaces without masks, like I don't know. It depends. It really depends on a lot of things that happen with it, like before kind of like the rest of the year, um, maybe next year too. So honestly, the biggest indicator is just paying attention to like the science of coronavirus. Like that is the best way to plan an event or anything you want to do and, and remain safe. It's just like pay attention to the science. Like that, even the guidelines that like the, some states might have don't, follow your state's guidelines if you live in certain places. I know. Um, But you can do this safely. Like there has been studies that have shown like the way coronavirus transmits most likely. So follow that. Try to create something that makes you happy around those findings. And, you know, I don't know. People people adapt. We're more adaptable than we think. Yes. and I think we'll all, we're all going to be okay. And ultimately, my rabbi described the wedding as the launch party of the marriage. So I just like think that. about it as your launch party, not as your funeral. It's true. And then it also, I mean, down the road, like you said, Sam, you can have a huge blowout anniversary party that has a very big wedding vibe to it. Once yeah. things get back to a place where we can, like you said, dance, which we now know neither one of us really likes to do. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, like sometimes I enjoy dancing, but like I only have like five minutes at a time. And <laughs> I know those people that are on the dance floor the whole wedding. I'm like, bye, girl. Like you have too much energy for me. I don't. I, I can't. I can't fucks with that girl. I did have a fear that my wedding dance floor would be empty because I was like not into being on it. So <laughs> like, okay, I'm not gonna do this either if she's not. <laughs> um, I also have to ask a question. I'm like, all I'm scared to ask it. Um, honeymoon? Is there going to be like, yeah. so what, what, what's the deal? So are you going to, we are going on a honeymoon. Okay. We're doing like a honeymoon as best we can. Like 
we're really just trying to make the best of it. That night we're staying in a hotel in New York, um, like a really nice one, just like yep. a, treat ourselves. You and should. then we're going to Rhode Island and Maine for five nights total. Oh. Um, and yeah, we're excited. I think it's going to be really fun. I think that's great. What was the original plan for the honeymoon? Oh, Marrakesh, Marbella, and Capri, and Positano. <laughs> what, what happened? Were you able just to cancel it or postpone yeah. it? Yeah, just cancel. Cancel, devastated. Really. I'm sorry. Listen, the world is we, there. Then we had changed. Wait, then we changed our honeymoon to um, Anguilla and St. Bart's. Also canceled. Also banned from those countries. Right. So. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, it's actually another finding. Um, that, yeah. that I've had in, during Corona is that like, Abby and I have traveled. Um, we went to Montauk and we went to uh, Newport. Uh-huh. And honestly, it is so nice to be able to not have to get on a fucking airplane to I'm go to you. your destination. And like, it's still a beautiful place. There's a beach. There's a nice ocean. The hotel, depending where you stay, can be equally nice. Yeah. Um, if not nicer because European hotels are like... So expensive. And the flights to get there, yeah. I mean... Yeah. So like... You can still have a nice time and even maybe more relaxing and less expensive in your own backyard. And I will say, I know we're forced to not be able to leave this country, but like this country's fucking beautiful. It really is. I'm I know there's a lot of whole song about it, Taylor. America the beautiful. (laughs) But it really is. Like I used to do a lot of comedy. I would travel around the country to like really random places, right? And I would just every time I would get off a plane or like off a train or in a car, I'd be like, This country is beautiful. Like I just feel like we're so busy always, especially being like coasters traveling to like like other countries and like other destinations and you know running with like the certain in crowd but like america's fucking awesome so if you have to change your honeymoon to an american moon you know what it's so hard to be in america it's in america <laughs> there are also thousand dollar a night hotels in america guys yes Don't there are worry. you can <laughs> find them <laughs> too <laughs> And stimulate the economy. Oh, man. Well, Sammy, I really, I feel like the first time we talked about it, it was like the saddest thing ever. And then we talked about like your, your second wedding. It was hopeful, but I, as somebody who was not, you know, I was not in it. I was able to see from the outside looking in. I thought, I don't know if this is going to happen for her. I didn't her. think it was happening either. That's the thing. Like, I think the more that people like get their hopes up, like, I know I see a lot of this, like the more you get your hopes up rather than like. The key to survival is adapting. The Amen. More, like the more you hope for something to happen, I'm not saying you should be hopeless, but like you're only you're kind of potentially preparing yourself for a letdown. Yeah. So like I've been, and as a person who's let herself down a lot by like building on my expectations and like saying I'll only ever be okay if it's like this or that. Uh that helps. And I'm, as I'm saying that, I'm thinking about how I'm like, if every detail this way <laughs> fucking perfectly, and if it rains, I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> it won't. It won't. And don't forget. Don't let your expectations get too high, gals. If it does, if it does rain, this is what they say. The wetter the knot, the tighter the rope. Yeah, right. So if it rains, you can just keep repeating that to yourself as they're shoving Xanax down your throat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, I have to say in the words of Ross, I think everybody right now, we just need to pivot, you know, our whole lives. It's like everything and you're pivoting beautifully, Sammy. I'm really excited to see the pictures. I can't wait. Thank you. I'm excited to see the pictures too. But the (laughs) other thing about this is that like, 
people forget your pictures are just as good whether you do an elopement, a mini money, or a micro wedding, your pictures are just as good. Yep. They are. They are. So if it's the pictures you're worried about, like you don't need to see like 35 Aunt Nancy's dancing. No. Dancing like in your photos to make, to make yourself happy. Exactly. It's true. Those are the pictures that like you get for your mom, but you really don't want to put in your album anyway. So now yeah. you don't have to deal with it. Amen to that. Um, Sammy, I just wanted to say thank you. Like I just wanted before, I know we're wrapping up right now, but I just wanted to say I've loved working with you guys so much. So we, I've been doing Betches Brides with you guys for like a year now and it's been so much fun and you guys know how much I love you. I'm such a Betches fan. So yes, we, um, we have too. You are always part of the Betches family and thank you. we are, have been very, very appreciative and grateful to have had you host. And you know, you never know where a pandemic's going to take you. I mean, girl, <laughs> if, if I get a ring on that finger, mine and my girlfriend's, I'll come back on as a guest. Come back. I will. Yeah. I'll let you know what's going on. But uh, for right now, I'm just going to sit back and watch you guys because you guys Thank are the Corona you. Brides and you know what's up. I, I, uh, I, I, I would like like a cliff notes from you guys. I'm just going to give it a little bit of time. Yeah. And to the Corona Brides, hi, I'm with you all. <laughs> um, and I'm definitely with you um, through this journey of mine. So I, and I want, you know, I want to make this podcast. Um, we all at Betches and Taylor too, um, want to make this podcast um, helpful for you, supportive, positive. Um, I know I can definitely tell it like it is sometimes, and that is not for everybody, but please know that I'm not meaning to hurt anyone's feelings. Truly, I am don't want to cause anyone pain. Um, so please DM me or DM Betches Brides um, for any thoughts, anything you want to hear about. I'll try to get to everything. Um, and any questions about my wedding or advice, I'm happy to answer. Thankfully, I've gotten advice from other people. So in the spirit of how much I appreciate that, I would love to pay it forward to all of you. Um, is that, are we putting a ring on this episode? Yeah, I think so. Okay. All right. Do we have a sign-off? I don't know. You're going to have to do it. I'm going to make one. Okay. I'm going to make a sign-off. All right. Uh, Till our trip down – till death do us part. Sorry. Okay. (laughs) We're going to make the sign-off for while I'm hosting. Till death do us part. (laughs) This has been Betches Brides. Goodbye. That's good. I should have stolen that. (laughs) Betches.